Hello and welcome to the Milwaukee Podcast with Jagger, Eric, and sometimes other people as well. Uh, Eric, yeah, I think we should just jump right into it and uh, introduce what we're doing today. Oh. Basically, oh, we are we are freshmen in that wondrous yeah. wondrous world that is high school, and in essence, we had a project to do mm-hmm. in which we could either choose to do a group skit in front of the entirety of our high school community, or we could perform stand up. Comedy. Of course, I went with the weakling's choice, and I went with uh, a group project. And I went with the man's choice and did stand-up. But, in any case, today, mm, we'll be, we will not only be hearing from Eric himself and his comedy bit, but we'll also be hearing from another performer that came on, uh, that performed last night, uh, a newcomer to this podcast, mm-hmm. uh, Luke. Hi. Luke, would you like to come around here? Do I have to, like, walk over? Yeah, go for it. Uh, basically... You're gonna perform your 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 a bit of your comedy, and and not only that because we're in a we're in a recording studio right now, quote unquote. Uh, we will indeed have a some some canned laughter for you just to get you in the mood, you know. Wait, is he going first or am I? So Eric, Eric, uh, you can go first, Luke. Uh, Eric, give me give me a joke. Give me a give me a quality meme of a joke. Mm. Just just a knock knock or something something to get the ball rolling. How do why? Knock, knock. You both aren't funny. This Eating a clock is very time-consuming. Huh? Thank huh? you. Pretty, pretty, pretty epic, right? Yeah. All right. Luke, you can, you can announce what the, the, the title of your bit is. I hope you don't mind. No, remember, this is just one paragraph from Luke's entire stand-up, which was pretty There was hard. quite a bit more, and all of it quite hilarious. You can find it on... Uh, on nowhere, it will not be released anywhere. No. Wait, can all I right. just read like what the titles are of all of them? Okay, yeah, if you want to, yeah, and then just tell the one you actually are going to be performing. So it goes, "Dad's heart, Grandma's ashes, dyslexia." Okay. And what will you be performing for us today? Grandma's ashes. <laughs> Sounds like quite the interesting. Yeah, let me, let me just test out my lap track real quick. Oh yeah, feel the joy. <laughs> oh yeah. Why feel- is it so long? I don't know. That one was a little. That one was a little long. I will admit. Want to test all the other ones out? Sure. Let's keep going. Let's do laugh check number two. Oh, there's a clap in that one. Mm-hmm. That one's where if you say something particularly quality. Uh, this is the Seinfeld uh, laugh track here. <laughs> <laughs> the memes. <laughs> okay, that one. That one's pretty. That one's pretty quality. Oh, it just keeps going. Oh, okay. I say that's at the very end. That's the very end of the. That's the very end of the bit. Okay. In any case. In any case. What's that Luke, one? I do not know, and I don't want to try it out. Okay. Luke, without further ado, please give us a taste of your comedy bit, Grandma's Ashes. So my crazy now legally disowned aunt is like, "Ooh, I'm gonna burn my mom," and then she cremated my grandma. Mm, okay. And my and my dad and his other siblings were like, "Ooh, okay." Spread the ashes. Have a nice ceremony. But now, my gra- my aunt decides to steal the ashes. But not all of them. Half the ashes. My aunt stole half my grandma's ashes. I mean, she already had the body. Why don't I just split that in two? The cold is on the bigger half, and everyone goes home happy. 
But no, we don't know where half my grandma is. <laughs> That's, uh, okay. New Hardy Boys book, Case the Missing Half Grandma. You should get that published. I should. <laughs> Wait, who's the author of Hardy Boys? I don't know. How would I know? But how do you even, like, steal half ashes? Do you, like, are we handful yeah. them? I don't know. Are you poor? <laughs> Zip, like, Ziploc bag it? <laughs> Ziploc. Ha, ha, ha. Continue. Oh. That's it. Just... That, that's that it. it. That's yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. Why are you so obsessed with playing the same thing? Yeah, that's just gonna keep going and going until the end of time. Right? Yeah, I'm aware. I'm aware, and I'm okay with that. Uh, thank you, Luke, for being on the show. Uh, if anyone, if anyone wants to hear more of Luke's special stand-up, don't forget to comment. Uh, we want more of Luke's stand-up. Thank you for being on the show. You may now go enjoy the rest of your life. In the wondrous world that is high school. Goodbye. I'm depressed. Goodbye and thank you. Just play that little laugh track as you walk out. Thank you for being on the show, Luke. Uh, now, Eric. Yeah? You also performed I quite, did. quite a bit of stand up. I did. Stand up that went over quite well, I actually must say. Good at now. People in the crowd were saying that it was quite the performance. Interesting. Yes. Thank you, Luke. Bye. Bye. Wait, do I have to whisper? Can I just talk? No, no you're good. Okay, bye. You can go now. Bye. Where did we find him? Uh, I don't know. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye, Luke. Did I ruin it? No. Okay. No, no, you're fine. Yeah, you ruined it. You're on to big time. Yeah. Wait, Jagger, where'd we, find, where'd we find him? We found him off the street. Uh, he said he's good at comedy. Uh, not sure how that Grandma's Ashes one's going to play over. But, uh, you know, appeal to our comedy audience. Eric's stand-up, in the other hand, was quite, quite meme-worthy in the sense that uh, he, he killed it. You killed it, bro. Everyone, everyone liked you. Like, everyone liked you. He was like, you and McKenna were, like, the best ones on the, on the stage. For sure, for sure. Well, I don't mean to brag. But I had no idea what I was doing. No, because it was it was just funny. Like, it was just it was just you didn't no one expected it because in the, the dress rehearsals or not dress rehearsals but in just in the rehearsals beforehand, you were just kind of like oh you know, kind of you're just going getting there getting there getting there. Yeah. And then you were up there and you just kind of got a little confidence and then someone so, someone started laughing like someone in the crowd mm-hmm. and I made, I heard you like I saw you look at them like look out hear the laugh. And you smiled, and then you like all of a sudden it was like just. Oh no! I was laughing at my own jokes. Were you? Uh-huh. <laughs> that was the first time I had ever done it. Actually. Uh huh. Well, was it because other people were laughing with you, or was it just because like? No, they were probably laughing at me secretly. No, it was it? You actually. So Eric, just to give you a visual, because uh, if you follow us on Instagram, you know how Eric uh, dresses on a normal day to day basis. Eric's mm-hmm. now dressed in. Uh, was it your, just your T-shirt? Yeah. He was wearing a, just his T-shirt, but he'd also taken a pair of. Uh, electric blue socks mm-hmm. and it pulled them up over his actual pants that he was wearing mm-hmm. so that they were outside of his pant leg and i untied my shoes and he untied his shoes just for the the, the pure comedic effect yeah. um which i can only describe as pure comedic genius oh yeah of course of course um but what were you think were you thinking anything or were you just rehearsing because you had good comedic timing too which is something like a lot of people struggle with, and like uh, something uh, other people struggled with during the comedy night, 
is when they get up there to do the stand-up, not really having a, a sense of awareness of the actual audience themselves and just kind of plowing ahead with what they're doing. Whereas you kind of seem because, – because stand-up comedy is kind of supposed to be kind of conversational with the crowd. Mm-hmm. And you just seem like you were just kind of naturally doing it. So how, how did you I, feel? I like was not was? thinking at all. Just like every other day in my life, I do not think. I just did. <laughs> Wait, so like what did you do? Like so, so would you think anything? No, I just sort of... What happened when you were done? When you were finally done and everyone started clapping? I did my awkward bow and then went off Did the you stage. think of anything then? Or was it just a blank, blank, blank until you got off? I was like, they actually laughed. Oh and did, did you like the boys who gave us gave you a standing ovation? <laughs> Everyone just stood up and the, gave you a standing the ovation. Boys, I was like, the yes. boys saluted you. Yeah. Um, honestly, it was, it was a fun night. I was up there, and my just to give you a, a small sliver of a taste of our comedy performance, we did a skit. The uh, Great Gustavia. Yes, based on the Miss Universe pageant in which a, a dainty uh, Miss USA from Georgia, blonde hair, a little cutesy dress, played by yours truly, Sebastian. You're not Sebastian. Why'd you say yours truly? Played by our good friend, Sebastian. Mm-hmm. Um who came on the lightsaber episode earlier. Yeah. So you will, uh, uh, no doubt you have figured out that he is in fact a, a male. Mm-hmm. And yet he was playing Miss USA. Quite comedic, one might say. <laughs> oh, tell him about Miss but it only, But it only gets better because his, his competitor in the Miss Universe pageant is played by our good friend Nikita. Who is who, actually Russian. Who is actually Russian. And it's, he plays Miss Russia, Gustavi Igor III, this burly, surly, and altogether ungirly... Uh, was that rhyming? I don't know, but but it, he plays this completely beefed up like yeah. Russian lady who somehow wins. Well, actually, we left it up to the audience. Yeah. So we, we let the audience decide by show of applause who mm-hmm. they think should win, and we had two separate endings set out for like one. Yeah, no, I asked Nikita if you guys had a plan where if, if Gustavia wins Gustavia or if Mary Annabelle yeah. wins. If we had two set up, and we and it was actually quite funny, even if Annabelle did win. Mm-hmm. In fact, I would say technically the ending would have been funnier. It wouldn't have closed up as nicely, but the ending would have been funnier if uh, if Mary Annabelle had won. But she did not. We put our hand over uh, the the southern girl, Mary Annabelle, played by Sebastian, mm-hmm. and you hear a couple claps, and I was just like. Oh, this can only end one way. <laughs> and I was like, who thinks? And I kind of beefed it up for this point. Like, I just got really into it. And I was like, who thinks the lovely Gustavia should win? And people just went nuts. It, it erupted. It was so funny. The entire place was just and cheers. The, and the Yudas character was funny too. He's like, true hunger is rubbing a warm bottle of vodka on your chest after it has frozen over in gold Siberian winter. It's so fun, man. It's so funny. It was so funny though too, because when after that, because I was with Nikita after like everything wrapped up, people kept coming up to him and being, and I not I don't want to take too much credit, but like it was funny as heck, because people kept walking up to him and going, "Yo, your lines were so funny. It's crazy. How do you think of that?" And I was like, well, just, "Do you think just because he said the lines that he wrote the lines?" <laughs> but uh, but not that that sounds a little selfish of me. But I did write a majority of the lines. Well, you know so. what was weird? Afterwards, I had a bunch of parents coming up. Or I don't even know if they were parents. There were people I'd never met and said, oh, you did really well. I was like, thank you. Who are you? Yeah, that's, 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 that's something that happens when you do good on stage, Eric. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, another thing. Well, yeah, I think that's, that's basically the gist of it. Um, I remember because, you know, just to answer my own question with my own answer, um, what I was thinking while I was up there because I have semi-long stints where I wasn't speaking at all mm-hmm. um, while Gustavia was talking. Mm-hmm. Basically, I was thinking, I because I was right next to this mic. Yeah. 
I thought I was looking at the mic too much. Like, if they get a picture of me, I'm probably going to be looking, like, cross-eyed at the mic. Because I was, like, just looking at the mic was nice when I said everything. Well, that's what I perceived myself doing on stage. I'm probably, I'm pretty sure I didn't. But, like, I'm pretty sure I was looking at the mic a lot. Um, but after that, it was just crazy cool. I made eye contact with a couple people in the front row. And I was like, yep, we just did that. Um, and that was pretty cool. I think that one skit also in the beginning captured the identity and of our teachers very accurately. Yeah, if you've listened to our other teachers episode, you will understand. Well, you, you won't understand because you won't be able to see it. But, but there was a sketch in the beginning of the uh, night in which several girls in our class did a, a parody of our school and of our teachers. And it was quite accurate and quite hilarious. Now, Eric, would you like to perform your stand-up routine with zero laughter Zero amusement and zero awkwardness in front of us. Okay. Us being the, the the listeners and me. Okay. And my judgmental view. Oh, okay. So you're just gonna be would, judging. Would you like to stand up? Would you like to sit down? I'm gonna sit down because I've already done enough standing for today. Would you like to read it or do you just want to go off memory? Uh, I don't really want to go off memory, so I'm gonna read it. Okie doke, Eric. Do you want canned laughter? No canned laughter. I don't really care. Joke's on you. You didn't have a choice. Oh, okay. Let's just try out this one just to see what happens. So uh, mine was a little bit different than the rest of them. So, like, what, there was, like, mine and Luke's, and we were the only ones who... We sort of just told us... Luke sort of told a story. I just sort of told what was on my mind. What are you doing? I'm the audience now, Eric. Oh, God. I'm your mom in the crowd cheering you on. Well, who's going to activate the laugh track? No one. I'm just going to laugh in the back. Go ahead, Eric. You got this, honey. So, I can't do that, which is you sitting there. Stop looking me in the eyes, please. Please. So, it's my job to come up here and make all of you laugh. And for this part, what are you doing? Why? I can't do this. Fine, fine. Okay, sit next to you. Fine. Eric. Eric Franklin and his stand-up. So, it's my job to come up here and make all of you laugh. So I had to think to myself, what was the best way to do that? And I thought, I could make light of the very things that keep us from falling into a crippling economic depression. Because those are the kind of things that real, responsible comedians make fun of. So, how does business succeed? Through advertisement, and because advertisement is what gets us to buy their products. And one form of advertisement is commercials. You all know what commercials are. They can get very repetitive, I'm sure, as you know as well. And it's gotten to the point with me personally where every time I see a lizard, I think, yes, yes, I do, and it's save 15% or more on car insurance. <laughs> and it isn't just commercials. There's also the subliminal advertisement, which if you don't know what that is, it's when a company would insert a key phrase. Anchor, anchor, anchor. Or image <laughs> into something you were watching and or listening to. And some people say it doesn't exist, but I don't think it's a coincidence I want to eat a McDonald's every time I watch a movie made by a certain company. Download Anchor now. And it could just be the magic salt they put on their fries. Or it could be aliens. You don't know. Why would aliens want to eat at McDonald's, you may be thinking. Well, maybe it's to fatten us up so we can't run away. Or maybe it's like men and their facial hair. It's the source of their power. <laughs> and I know what you're thinking. 
men don't get their power from facial hair. But if you're thinking that, you have facial hair. <laughs> That's, That's a fun. really awkward line. I thought that part was funny. Okay. And the false advertisement, too, has gone way too far. You may have seen in those medicine commercials, they say that they'll cure your cold, but they'll also give you brain damage. Brain damage. And we all know what credit score is. It's a way to keep track of our irresponsible financial decisions. But there's this one website called Credit Karma. You may have seen it advertised. They advertise that, you know, checking on their website will make your credit score seem higher. And I was curious how that worked. If I were to check it 10 times a day, would it go up 10 times? Or would it be like if someone were to check their Weight Watchers app 10 times a day, would they lose 10 pounds? And finally, I have to talk about the advertisement for my very own school. In the ads, they show, yeah, it shows kids learning getting useful life skills, but I'm the one who goes here, and I can tell you the truth. Say it's a bright young minds, and it's a prestigious school, but my test scores say different. Did you know you could have a negative GPA? They say it's never been done before, so I assume I'm doing something right. <laughs> and the teachers, not just the teachers here at my school, but all over the world, are different than the rest of the humans. And yes, I did say humans, because the teachers, they feed off the stress of children. <laughs> They're like parasites. They don't want to kill their hosts, so they bring us just to the edge, and then give us a good grade, so they can start the process all over again. And that's my stand-up routine. Yeah. Great job, Eric. That was really something. Give him a hand, folks. People listening behind the camera, give him a hand. Honestly, it was an interesting experience, comedy night all around. Um, comedy's an interesting thing. I wrote a comedy skit, and it went really well, and I learned a lot from doing it. I can only imagine what you learned from writing actual stand-up. To stand-up, it's just you, and you alone, right? All the eyes sketches, sketches. We had our own costumes, and we had our own like characters you could put on. You had to just be yourself up there and hope people thought that was, you know, amusing and entertaining. So I, I commend you for that. Um, but on my side of the spectrum, I think uh, from other sketches I saw, the if you're if you're out there thinking about writing comedy or writing a sketch like that, the main problem with a lot of them is they get a little too convoluted, a little too quickly. Yeah. And if they don't have a set premise that's like either either if the premise isn't solid or if the premise is solid and there's just too much extra fluff mm -hmm. then it can get a little excessive um ours was just pretty straightforward right miss universe pageant yeah one normal opponent one or unorthodox opponent that's it like that was just the, the plot of it that's it you know there's other ones where they just clutter it up with extra jokes extra props extra things that just have no relation to the actual premise mm -hmm. so i think that's what i learned you have to make it pretty straightforward because that's what kind of stems comedy i mean if you want to make it convoluted they gotta make gotta do it right because if not they can kind of get lost on the audience yeah um but great job eric great job to luke i better gotten a good grade on this you probably did like miss lamb i was sitting next to her i said her name but it's all right uh, I, uh, I was sitting next to her and she said uh she turns to me and she goes i think he's doing good because <laughs> people are laughing i was like yeah i think he's doing good too uh but thank you for listening to the malarkey podcast with jagger eric Sometimes other people as well. Don't forget to check us out all on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Breaker, RadioCast, Copy RSS. Radio Public. Want to thank our sponsors. You're doing a great job. Keep doing what you're doing, and by doing what you're doing, I mean paying us. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, thank you for listening to the Milwaukee Podcast. Our our stickers are still on 
uh, Instagram, if you just DM us, uh, Supreme Malarkey, you can get yourself a free yeah. couple of stickers from our store. Yeah. I did get a text because people are trying to cheat the system. Um, basically, because I had my cousin mm-hmm. came down and she was like, can I get free stickers? And I was like, you need to know the password. So she listened to the podcast, tells me Supreme Malarkey. So I was like, sure. So I give her the stickers and um, then I get a text from her friend mm-hmm. and she's like, I want free stickers. Malarkey Supreme. And I was like, you're wrong. No. You get no free stickers here. And, uh, and, and I did not. I have not given her free stickers. Mm-hmm. She, she, she doesn't listen to the episode. She doesn't get the stickers. No. It's not how it works. So please don't share the password. Yeah, it's only between us. We need an ep- we need a name for our fan base too. We do, but uh, that's that's something for a different day. Thank you for listening to the Malarkey Podcast. We will see you next time.